Welcome to Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek, E-Money, Eric, and Dave. What's happening? What's happening, everybody? What's, What's going, going on? on? Listen, I hear Eric, but you know who that really is? Who it is? That's Let's Go Mets. Oh. I got a love-hate relationship about that boy. But it's the All-Star game, so we well, decided no. to bring up Let's Go Mets. Isn't it Mets 06? No, it's Let's Go Mets. Hey, D-Man, he- isn't this a historic show? It's an historic show, Evan, and I'm going to tell you why. Talk to me. It's Talk the All-Star game. We're all All-Stars, and this is show number 50. Ah! 50th show? This is our wow. 50th show on Philly Sportscast. Thank you very much. Happy golden anniversary. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Nice to have an addition to the lineup. This is an all-baseball podcast. Oh, yeah. Got to respect the baseball. Got to respect it because it's an all-star game. And because it's the all-star game, we got to talk Ryan Howard. Midsummer Classic coming down to town. How about some power last night? I'll tell you. I mean, he took uh, he took those uh, balls out. Talk about pulling those balls. Man, he's a Speaking of, of poles He's the best player I ever saw play with balls, man. And he's poles. got a lot of balls. He, had, he he pulled out a lot of balls. In yes, the right he did. Well, look at the the, uh, the final round or the first. Excuse me, the first round of the home run derby. He had four outs with the ninth uh, ninth ball. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't know what was going yeah. on with that. I mean, uh, he was just like batting had, practice for him. Yeah. What did he have? Uh, four more with the twenty one thousand dollar ball. Yeah, the, the golden, golden ball. ball. Um, but you do make up a good point. Bring up a good point, Evan, when you talk about poles and balls because he was playing against David Wright in the finals. Oh man. Sweet. D Wright's all right. <laughs> D. Wright is a young one, but I don't know. Why was he even in the Home Run Derby? That's what I want to know. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Why was he in the Home Run Derby? I have no idea. I wish he wasn't in it. Is he a power hitter? Or is he just home runs? Is he just a young? Well, he's a hitter. A lot of people in the major leagues have 20 home runs. Yeah, he's he's not a slugger. He's he's just a hitter. He's a really good hitter. But he hit 16 in his first, uh, first round, so that was pretty exciting for Mets fans, I guess. Yeah, I guess it was not. I mean, it was great. I mean, it was, hey. Ryan Howard was exciting for Phillies fans as well. I mean, he did some things. I right. thought he was going to be out. It didn't look like he even cared. He's like, oh, you know he what? Cared. I think he had to catch a groove. Well, you know, he was just like, hey, you know, I'm hitting him. I'm hitting him. Right field, right field, right field. And then all of a sudden, he started throwing him out there. And I never saw anything like it in my life. And I didn't think it was going to get past round two because they changed the rules this year. Right. So I was like, who's going to catch uh, David Wright? Well, show right. enough. Show enough. Holla! But you know what the Mets fans do have to celebrate, Ev? Best record in the National League. Ooh, We're at the him. halfway point, the unofficial half, well, the official halfway point in baseball, and it's time to really be sad for our fills. Oh yeah, there it's 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 a shame. It, it, I mean, this we we've been away as you guys every, as everybody knows who listens out there. We've been away for a couple of weeks. Because we've been partying too much, to be honest with you. We had the 4th. I mean, we're in the great city of the 4th of July. And, uh, ooh, it was a downward spiral for the fills. Downward spiral for the fills. Bad. What are you looking for in the second half? Anybody? Uh, I'm looking for the rookies. Let's go uh, Mets. Take it easy. Eagles camp. That's what I'm looking forward to. Eagles camp. Let's go Mets. Just jumped off his seat when I said he's looking forward to anything because he's got playoffs in the brain. Let let him have his forum. Let's go to town. He's here. Let's do it. What's he got to say? I'm definitely looking forward to the playoffs. But as as a Phillies fan, the second half, we were were looking at the paper today, the second half schedule. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. And uh, there's a lot of easy games in there. There's a lot of games that can be easily won against – you know, very mediocre teams, and it's not a talent thing with the Phillies. It's, well, what, it has well to be now the when heart. you say There's, mediocre it just seems teams, like your Phillies have a lack of heart, but they definitely have the teams, talent. But a mediocre team is playing a mediocre team. I mean, we're talking about the Phillies here. 
there's no easy games for them at this point. They're all battle games. You can't go at you can't go to Atlanta and expect to win those four. But who do you think has a better talent? Say uh, Atlanta Braves or the Phillies right now? I would say individual talent. I definitely would say the Phillies. But when you got to face John Smoltz and Tim Hudson Come against, on now. yeah, they're, they're, oh, they're much better than any of the pitchers on the Phillies. Yeah, Yo, you better recognize that's true. true. And I like I like this comment from Billy Matt Wagner, who you can have, by the way. Oh, dude, you can have him back, day. please, please. Take he him goes, back. He, you heard what he said. He goes, um, the Phillies have just as much talent as the Mets have, but you know it's upper management and and the manager and things like that. And people, you know, when you, when somebody who's on the team gets excited about something and wants to make a change. Then upper management steps in and goes, no, everything's okay. It's a Phillies way of playing. But I, if we have just as much talent as the Mets have, can you? I want to just pose some questions to you guys. Sure. Um, where's Pedro Martinez on the Phillies? Pedro Martinez? Yes. Uh, he's he's not on the Phillies. No, but we have just as much talent. So who's our Pedro? Who's our Pedro? We would have to have someone if you have just as much talent. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Sure. Well, let's. Uh, well, oh my. God, we can go Brett Myers, the wife beater. <laughs> I, okay, well. He's trying to help her, dude. Who's our Glavin, then? That's a whole other topic we're going to get to. I thought to. Myers was our Glavin. Oh, well, hey, why are we looking at me? I'm just trying to figure out. An uh, do, I, do you want me to say Ryan well, Madsen? I'm just trying to figure out. Maybe we can put Carlos Delgado in the, in the mix. Who's our Carlos Delgado? Ryan Howard's having a better season than Delgado. Oh, that's fine. That, there you go. That's your, there's, your good, there's a good answer. Who's our... If you're going to go pitchers, I mean, you know that the Phillies have a horrible pitching staff. I mean, right. That's just the way it is. And the Mets ha- have, a, have a good, you know, we not a, a starting five, two. but, I mean, I'd say one, two, three. We have two one, number ones. I mean, that's amazing. And the rest are number fives. We have two ones and three fives. Disagree. Traxel is a decent three. Traxel only has a good record because he's getting a ton of run support. But he's winning. Dude, Lima's, a, oh, Lima's not on the team anymore. Uh, he might, he might pop back up, dude. He popped up last week for a start. Three innings, and he gave up 100 runs. But I think it's just asinine that somebody says that the Phillies have as much talent as the Mets. They just can't figure out how to put it together. Aside it's ridiculous. From, but really, aside from the two Mets' top two pitchers. Beltran? Who's our Beltran? Burl? Come on. You want to throw you out of the basement? You'd probably say Bobby Abreu. Just as, as good as Carlos Beltran? Not okay, bad. Wise, we're getting we're getting all over the crazy. If we're going to do this, let's break it down. We're going to break it down. Let's break it down. Okay, let's break it I down. I mean, come on. We'll break I mean, it down by position. Let's not let's not talk pitchers right now. Let's talk position. All right, let's talk by position. Okay, let me start. Okay, David Bell, David Wright. Okay, Ooh, okay. Let's let's start with that. All right, fine. Let's go D Wright. Okay, but at the and same then, time, you have a, a a player that's similar to David Wright and Chase Utley. Yeah, but you, well, we're you can't go, really compare David Bell. We're, we're breaking it down by position. Okay. Yeah, we're going to go nine players, nine by nine. We're just going to go by position by because it's an easy way to do it. But we're going to line up our nine with your okay. nine, and then we want to see why, where Billy Wagner comes off. You know what I mean? Okay. So you're, you agree that third base were dwarfed? Absolutely. Okay, how about catcher? Laduca and uh, Ramon Castro. Of course, we got, we got you on that. Right. So we're dwarfed there. Mm-hmm. First base. I think it's a, it could be a draw. Ryan Howard might have a little bit of advantage because he's uh, younger. Offensively, definitely, but not defensively. Mm-hmm. And I love Ryan Howard. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Making sure. Okay, second base. We will agree that Chase Utley is better. Better than Jose Valentin? Yes. I, th- I think he's a little okay, bit better. Okay, that's fine. Well, Although he did drive oh, no, well, now, what, well, What's the, ta- well, what's the tally la- now? What's the tally? Well, don't laugh at me because we just had, Mathematician, we had the like, a serious conversation between David Wright and David Bell. Exactly. And LaDuca and um, Sal Fasano. So <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Two two. Okay, we're at two two. We're 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 around the shortstop. Shortstop. That's that's a pretty good one. I'd have to go with Jose way over Jimmy Rollins. He's twenty three. He's a lot more speed. He, he's, he's a current all star. He's a current all star. 
But uh, Rollins, he just, I'll tell you what. Do you ever see, I, I watch a lot of Mets. I watch pretty much every game. They don't and, call you Let's Go Mets for nothing. And to watch know Jose Reyes run out of triple, is, it's such an amazing thing to see. But He's Rollins used to be that guy. He's not that guy anymore. Reyes also has some developing power. He's probably going to hit 20. He's, I think he has like eight or nine home runs right now. He's, he's in the leadoff spot, and he almost has 50 RBIs. Yeah, but you know what? That's I'm going I'm, I'm to go with J-Roll just because I don't like the way uh, Jose Reyes doesn't bend his hat. I agree with that, he, E-Money. And he's a Philly. And that's the only reason for And me. he's a Philly, and we're in the basement. We're not in Let's Go yes, Mets. We're not, we're not in Let's York. Go Mets land. So we're going with so J-Roll. I, I got to go with him, though. You're going with Jose Reyes. I have to. Okay. Just, Can you explain yourself, please? One main reason. Before you get booted, too. One main reason we're picking... Howard is because he's younger. Right. So you have that potential. Okay. Ray House okay. is younger. That's a good point. And, you know, J-Roll should be in the 17th batter anyway. And he's in the first. And, yeah, once he starts, you know, getting those walks and getting his average over 270. Defensively, though, right now, Jimmy Rollins is much better than Reyes. Yes, I, I, I agree yeah. with that. No doubt. I mean, he's a defensive player. He's not an offensive yeah. player. Reyes is an all-around player. And that's uh, what we're looking exactly. for. And um, Okay, so we went around the infield. Let's start from left to right on the outfield. We okay. got Patty B. And we got Cliff Floyd. And Cliff Floyd. Who's been the most battered man in baseball. He, he most must, someone might as well kick him in the balls. He's been hit everywhere else. <laughs> All right, in let's talk games. one at a time here, fellas. I understand we're excited. It's all-star game and show 50 and all, but let's not talk over each other. Okay, you got it, D. Sorry Who would you that. rather have, Pat Burrell or Cliff Floyd? I'd have Pat Burrell. <laughs> I would take Cliff. I would take Cliff. I would take Cliff Floyd in a heartbeat. I trade him tomorrow. I do. Everybody hates Patty B, and I'm not liking him right now at all. I don't like him. He I'm is, not liking him anymore. Evan, he's three for twenty-three with runners in scoring position in his last. How many RBIs does he have? I don't give a rat, mother. Doesn't matter, right? How many home runs does he have? I don't know, Evan. You, Evan, if you're he's asking, got fifty-eight RBIs. Do you do you think that's right? He does. He has fifty-eight. Okay, well, he's got uh, what? Thir- 12, 13 home runs. Nineteen. Nineteen home runs. <laughs> 12, 13, 19. That'd be different. David Wright there. On paper, that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, he almost caught David Wright. Yeah, okay, great. What you guys have to look at, though, is Cliff Floyd is one of the biggest leaders in that Mets clubhouse. He's a big reason they're succeeding. He, you know, he took David Wright under his wing when he came up. Uh, you know, he busted his balls a lot, and he still does. But I think that's a big reason of the Mets' success right now. So players. he's a leader. He's a big time leader. Well, that's a good that's a good person to to, to uh, say for because does any, does Philly the Philadelphia Phillies have any leaders? Dude, to me, it seems like the Mets have a couple big leaders though. I mean, with Loduku who already won a World Series, they brought in Beltran. Hey, so I mean, they have a lot of players. But yeah, Cliff Floyd, I would probably vote for too. So. All right, absolutely. All right, center field, Beltran and Rowan. I mean, you got to say Carlos Beltran. You do. Without a doubt, because of his bat. But you know, we love the Aaron catch, Rowan. Man. <laughs> we love Aaron Rowan. The catch was against the. Metropolitan. Well, you know what? Don't forget, uh, Carlos Beltran also fractured his face on a diving catch with Mike Cameron last year. And Carlos Beltran runs into walls all the time. Uh, Cry me a river. <laughs> I'm singing praises, baby. No crying. Oh, I know what you're singing. Yeah, we're all going yeah. Beltran. Yeah, So, but Aaron Rowan, don't go nowhere. We love you to death. Okay, next. Let's do it. Bobby. Right field. Bobby A versus. Xavier Nady. Who I just can't <laughs> vote for this guy. I love his presence at the plate. However, I could let him go for a decent pitcher tomorrow. So, so is he only trade uh, trade bait? No, I think they have a couple of tr- uh, potential trade options. Abreu being one of them. Burrow being another if they eat some salary. That's uh, Tom Rowan. Gordon. Rowan, the White Sox want him back badly. They do. 
So I don't know though. Burrow sixteen mil, dude. Say goodbye with uh, Pat Burrow. Sixteen million for the next two years. That's pretty much what Carlos Beltran's getting now. I, you know, it's definitely another inflated contract. But that's what players of that caliber. That's something like a rod money almost. Right. If you, you know, it's definitely a, a well. There's less, a difference between sixteen million and twenty five million. True, but there's it's not another, that much. It's difference. another level. It's just right. another level. When you get over to that fifteen plus million role, it's you're you're taking your game. You're supposed to be an a triple A player. Exactly. That's the number one payroll. That's the number one most expensive player for most teams. Right. Except you're the Yankees. So the Mets have more talent, in our opinion. So therefore. That closing bitch, Billy Wagner, is an idiot. But yeah, well, they're very close. But they also have the best closer in the league. I mean... Well, now, we didn't talk about pitching. Right, but I think it's very important to talk about pitching. Of course. Of course it's talking about the, the biggest thing that differentiates between the Phillies and the Mets right now is the Mets have the best closer in the league, regardless of Tom Gordon's performance. I don't think that's true. I don't think we have the best closer in the league at all. I'd say he's the best clutch closer in the league. And I hate him, but I'm saying it. And they have a one-two punch in Glavin and Martinez that really oh, yeah. can can knock you out in a five-game series. No doubt. So no doubt. Their starters are better the than the Phillies. Our don't have the kind of pitching that and the bullpen. Mets have. Bullpen's better. Let's just put it this way: Billy Wagner is terrible. Makes terrible comments. He it's does. Terrible, well, terrible. he hates Philadelphia. It's a terrible thing to say. He yeah, hates he Philadelphia. Does. Now you're a Mets fan. Does he hate Philadelphia? I don't think he hates Philadelphia. Well, what do you think? Why does he talk bad about us? I don't, I don't know if he's talking bad or he's just kind of telling the truth of what went on with that team. And maybe he, he was very fond of the team. And he's saying these comments because he wants, you know, maybe he wants the Phillies to succeed somehow and address these issues, like with the upper management, not going out and getting the extra player or nobody in the clubhouse standing up. And if they do, he said, you're pretty much called a rat and they don't like you anymore. Right. And that's the end of it. And maybe somebody in the Phillies should stand up, stand up and say these things besides, again. You know, these men. Well, maybe, yeah, exactly. Maybe the Phillies players are complacent enough to say, "I don't really care." I, and that's why I they're like twelve games out, dude. I, there you go. There's your answer. I mean, you can't really fault Billy Wagner. He was asked a question and he gave an answer to it. But I, I, I can't really say that. I mean, his exact quote was, "That team, meaning the Phillies, has just as much talent as we have." And which that's isn't not talking true. Bad. That's not talking bad about the Phillies. That's not. No, it's not. But it's them. not true, though. I don't know. Maybe he feels that way. Maybe he felt that team has as much talent. He played with these guys. You know, we, you know, we just kind of watched them. And, he, you know, what the stats say. Well, Eric, here's a really good point for you. Okay. You don't have a bumbling dude as a manager that loses games for you every, every week. True, but that's not the issue. That is a huge issue, man. But I'm they didn't t- do anything with Char- uh, Larry Boa either. They bitched because he was too rough on them. And, you right. Know, he Larry, was a great uh, baseball Larry, mind. Exactly. You're, there's no doubt about it. I can't help if the players didn't play for him. But so, Speaking of managers, did you see today uh, Lou Pinello said he has no interest in being the uh, Phillies manager? <laughs> I didn't hear things. I didn't read that he had no interest. I read that he that it, it's a non-story. He wasn't even contacted. So it doesn't mean he's not interested in it. I just seen the ESPN uh, blurb at uh, like 6 o'clock. It said no interest in uh, being the Phillies manager. Cito Gaston was brought up in the paper recently as a name for the Phils. Another Toronto guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that's pretty much all people can think of is Toronto guys that were with Gillick for a while. Okay, let me just um, – I'm going to put a little humor to the uh, number, show number 50 here is Bill Giles is, is must be one crazy, crazy man. <laughs> and I have to read what he said to the local papers today about – the state of the Phillies. It's at the halfway point in the 2006 season, and this is what Bill Giles has to say. I mean, 
I don't want to go. If the guy has mental issues, I don't really want to take advantage of that. But I have to read this. I don't know how much booze he had in him or how much he was interested in slamming the Phillies fans or or our expectations. Or maybe there's a whole bunch of Phillies fans that go to the Phillies that we don't know about. I mean, we a lot of people write in and do say really nice things about the show, but. They're frustrated as we are. Are we? Are we crazy? <laughs> maybe there's a whole. Maybe there's a whole like tasty cake land with rainbows and Phillies balls and and big home run hitters and Did, it's all no. living somewhere. Some some place in South Philly. Is there maybe one with Amoroso bread? Can everywhere? we go down there? <laughs> Do they still have Schlitz on tap? And Schlitz and, and candy cakes fly when it comes down as rain. I gotta hear some hear some question and answers from Bill Josh. You guys want to hear it? Yes. Are you hyped? Hyped. The ownership of the Philadelphia Phillies. Let's get question number one. Are you aware ownership is taking a beating? Here's his answer. That's a legitimate question because we're beating him right here. <laughs> I know that. The best thing about the last two weeks was I was in Italy. So I didn't. <laughs> you got no, you got to let me finish. What was he, what was he uh, watching the World Cup down there? No, the World Cup was in Germany, Money. Yeah, but Italy won. Italy won. He was hanging out with the winners there, oh, watching right. it with the oh, home so peeps. He, he went to so he went to the winners side, watching the piazza. Right. Okay. Let me let me finish because I know there's a lot of funny parts. So you got to let me get to the ends of these. I know that the best thing about the last two weeks was I was in Italy, so I didn't get into all that Myers mess. I got the details when I talked to David Montgomery. When David told me what really happened, it's really kind of a disappointment for the publicity of it. <laughs> so if it happened in Myers' hotel room, Bill Giles is a-okay with a beatdown. Hit her in the face as long as you do it in your hotel room. And your non-pitching hand. In your non-pitching hand, <laughs> we'll get you a suite. Okay, here's, an, here's another question. Quick question, follow-up. What did you hear about the Myers situation? I don't know that I'm privileged to say I'm not the spokesman for the Phillies. But he owns the joint, right? No, but he's in but front he's, of, he's the head man. He, and he's being quoted in the newspaper right now. Yeah. So he right now, at this point, he is the spokesman for the Phillies. Absolutely. You better recognize. You're speaking to me. You're, you're right now, you're the spokesman. Yes. I do, I do know what really happened was a lot less than what the public thinks happened. And that's the sad part because some bystander saw something that really didn't happen. Brett was trying to help his wife. <laughs> help his wife do what? Now, could you explain? Maybe, you, maybe he did try to pick her teeth could you explain up. Right? Help, help him do what? 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 What was? How can him slapping or closed fist punching his wife in the face be confused with buying her a Fendi purse in on I the streets of, of Boston? She's allergic to bees. There was a bee on her cheek. Just trying to help her out. All right. So if she's legitimately allergic to bees, I can understand. Well, I can understand that as well, Derek and Dave, because you know that's a good point. That's a good scientific point, David. I, I, I appreciate that you have that. And you where's know, the Bee Allergy Commission on this? Well, you know what? That is going to come out in the courts. I think they have a scientific uh, person right on that case about that. About good, the bee good. Allergy. I agree with you, Mike. And, uh, and you know, you're gonna, that's gonna, the Bee Allergy joke is going to come out in every newspaper in the next coming weeks. <laughs> <laughs> because that is just what happens because they steal right. everything from us. But that's she's, okay. She's got a Bee Allergy. Okay. They'll change it to like a moth or something. But in all seriousness, Giles could have let this lay. He could have let it just lay oh dead. My, oh my goodness! But why did why did he why did he go about it another he's way? Stone, you guys tell me, dude. He's a stone moron, and dude, and that doesn't even prove that he's a stone moron. I have plenty more. I think him being away during the Fourth of July is just crazy. Like, I mean, you think you'd be here watching your team, like trying to make moves and all that? He don't give a rat's ass about the team. He's, he's obviously he's obviously not interested in the fireworks. Yeah. 
<laughs> and that's a shame because that's the only thing bringing people to the ballpark these yeah, days. But that was it. Couldn't get a that was in the fifth. So he says Brett was trying to help his wife. So the reporter, who Todd Zalicki, the Phillies beat writer, says, what do you mean? He's got to be confused by this. And Bill John says, I can't say. I just don't know what Dave wants me to say. <laughs> I can't speak my own mind. I'm not, I'm not sure what lies we're telling this week. I'm, my, not, I'm not up on it. My partial ownership doesn't mean anything now. How dare I shouldn't grant a um, an interview to Todd Zalicki here. Dave Montgomery commented on this article, and I only caught pretty much the end oh, of the article. Let me, what did he say? I have nothing to say. I he said, like, the Phillies think domestic abuse is a serious thing, and, and Giles, Giles, whatever his name is, misspoke. Oh, yeah. No, he, he said honest, I didn't catch the whole thing, so I... Let me paragraph the follow-up here real quick for you guys. Basically, he says that Bill Giles is absolutely confused. Giles, quote-unquote, misunderstood the conversation regarding Brett Myers. And here's what it says. Yesterday, Giles told reporters that Phillies pitcher Brett Myers' alleged assault of his own wife in front of witnesses in Boston last month didn't really happen. That's what, that's what Bill Giles said. And here's what David Montgomery, his co-owner in the Phillies, says about that. Phillip about Bill Giles' comment. I think Bill clearly misunderstood me. Uh, how upset do you think he is about Bill Giles granting an interview to a, um, inquire beat writer? Now, like I, like, you know, not to stop you there, Dave, but who now... Montgomery is a spokesperson. You know, we were talking I, about earlier. Giles, you know, this is crazy because they're all having no, contradictory right. stories. Absolutely. Bill, it seems like good. Bill Giles doesn't like to be out of the limelight. Oh, yeah. No problem. And this is what he says. Dave Montgomery says this is about his own co-owner. We made it very clear. We certainly didn't condone Brett's behavior. He apologized for it. And most importantly, we understand the very serious nature of domestic violence. We've said that repeatedly over the last couple of weeks, and they really have. They tried. They got in trouble. They ironed it out. And Bill Giles goes, "I'm too full from the Italian pastas. Let me speak all my Mom mind." Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like he, he, it was, it was lying dead, and he resurrected it, and he resurrected it in a negative way. And what is he thinking? And what are his chins saying? What are his chins saying? He literally said he was trying to help his wife. So Dave Montgomery says this about that. The only thing I would say that. There has been reports that Brett was basically trying to get his wife, Kim, back to the hotel. And I think that may have been where he's con construed in his conversation as helping. Helping, air quotes. <laughs> he's trying to get her back. She doesn't want to go. Pops gives her a shot and then takes her back to the hotel. So, Me, Brett. Yeah. So eventually, I mean, it's, it's all a means to an end. Getting her back to the hotel doesn't matter how it happened. That's helping. So hey. that's what Giles is thinking. Oh, yeah. That's what Dave Montgomery says. I mean, that is just crazy. And, you know, why do we have to bring it up again? Oh, no, that's what guys, me. no, this is the best part. You're not getting to the best part of Dave Montgomery. He got pointed. <laughs> bring it to me. He got pulled into the, into the corner by Bill Giles, right? Go ahead. Just absolutely pulled into the corner. So, okay, let's get off this Brett Meyer stuff and Bill Giles stuff. Let's get back to baseball. Yes. Asked about the Phillies 40 and 47 market, the all-star break, Montgomery said. I really want to stay away from baseball questions today. <laughs> oh, my God. Why other else will we The last 30 days on the field have not been good. Anything but satisfactory. And we're hoping to turn it around. But he'll save those comments for tomorrow. Today, 
He doesn't want to talk baseball. Because, God forbid, that be his business or anything that anybody should care about. Right? You're all right. Right. It's the All-Star. 40 and 47. We'll worry about it on Thursday. I can't talk about that right now. I'm going on vacation. When I get back, I'll start talking about it. Let me tell you something. I'm never selling the team, just so you know. Oh, yeah. Let's get back. Let's get back to Bill Giles. I mean, this is pure only in Philly entertainment you're going to get at the All-Star break. And you're only going to get it here at phillysportscast.com. Well, that's I'm just waiting for Giles to say, uh, hey, listen, we're done talking. Go give me another drink, too. Okay, Barkey? Exactly. exactly. Where are we at? That's what he's going to come out with. I didn't realize I was there. I had a couple drinks. He's going to pull Joe Namath. I just want to kiss you there. Like, if this was more of a national story and the buffoonery of the Phillies' ownership was out there in the spotlight for everyone to see, that might be your best bet to get some new people in there and oh, maybe yeah. some serious baseball thinkers. Maybe somebody like Mark Cuban. I think that's mentioned That's mentioned in the article, and he pretty much said they don't need the money. I could just see out. Cuban running on the field when Howard hits a home run. Woohoo! High five me! You know what he would do, though? He would spend money to improve the team, and he'd treat the fans like they had a brain. That's what he, you know, that's what he would do. Maybe that's, you know, Get some somebody pitches. cares about their fans, but. Well, at the very least, he'd be into the game. Like, these gentlemen are not into the game. They're not into, they're not even <laughs> in the country. Yes. That's not what Bill John says. All right. I'll tell you, as an ownership group, they're just like I am. When we get into the morning after losing three in a row, <laughs> I can't even say it in a straight face. And you don't really want to read the paper and be reminded that you lost three in a row? Because the paper tells them, not anybody else, or not the players. That's the kicker. That's the right. kicker. The media is the right. one dictating what's going on in this town. That's BS. They all feel that way. People that own ball clubs really don't buy ball clubs to make money. They don't. They buy it to compete and to enjoy Guerrero, the victories. When you don't win, it's painful. Side note, Guerrero just uh, live blog. Just did a little, live blog, a little, uh, little home run. Vladimir. Vladimir Guerrero. Oh, is Brad Penny still pitching? I can't see. Yeah. Is he? Yes. Oh, here's a, here's a Pat Burrell question from, from um, Bill Jobs. All right, go ahead, deal with that Patty B question. But you have a $50 million left fielder who is virtually untradeable. Plus, it'll be tough to trade Bobby Abreu. You have guys like David Bell and Mike Lieberthal. Here's his answer. Pat Gillick is a, in a tough bind. That is a killer. That's and he killer. has been since he's gotten here because we have had a lot of no-trade contracts and we have a lot of high-payroll guys that don't have great value. I mean, this is. I mean, he's basically telling us to go f ourselves. I was waiting for guys to say, you know what? I just read in the paper that I do have a fifty million dollar outfield that's been striking out a lot lately. I didn't realize that. Here's a here's a little tidbit of information that wonders where Pat Gillick's going to be in the next couple months. That's that's the issue. Pat, <laughs> or whoever the general manager would be, has a great challenge over the next few months. I would say. Do you so. think Pat Gillick's unhappy to be in Philly right now? Uh, I would be. I would be too. Now we got Let's Go Mets saying differently. I think the only way he's going to be happy is when they trade some of these players so they free up some cap room. Pat Gillick's not an idiot. He's been around baseball, what, 30, 40 years? Oh, yeah. He knew exactly what he was getting into. He knew exactly what he was getting into. He knew about those contracts. He knew Lieberthal and Bell and Burl and, and Abreu. He knew what, you know, he totally knew. I don't know if he's just like being, you know, maybe it's, you know, a sunshine job, whatever. He's enjoying reti- half retired anyway. All right, one last final question and answer on the uh, Go ahead, hold on. on the Brett well, Myers. I just want to say something. Um, oh, please do it. Uh, to elaborate what, what uh, Lesko Metz was saying, like Gillick knew exactly what he was getting himself into. That's right. He did know exactly what he was getting himself into. He's, what, he's 67 years old. I think three years from now, four years from now, he's going to be in and out. 
going to make his money, and he's on his way. But that's, that's four more years. Well, who let's go? When Gillick yeah, came in, he doesn't care about that. We all said like it's going to be two, three years, right? Because he's, you're not, not, he's a slow-moving guy. You look. He said this year they're not a winning team. He said that before the season even started. We all know all that stuff. He doesn't have time on his side. That's what I'm scared of. Just crazy. That's what's the shame is the players he can trade. Going to be like David DeLucci or Tom Gordon, something like yeah, that. You're still going to have Pat Burrow. You're going to have Bobby Abreu. Not that it's bad to have these guys, but it's still that contract. Now, listen, man. Pat Burrow is not going to be a star. If he gets you 40 home runs and 100 RBIs, I mean. He's not going to hit 40. If he's at 20 right now. No, he he could consistently hit 40 home runs. Well, it doesn't mean something because when September comes and they have all the call-ups coming up, well, okay, what's he going to hit, 35, 38? That's close enough to 40 for me to say 40. The way he's been hitting, though, lately, didn't he have like 12 in April? He's streaky, right. And he hasn't really hit that many lately. September, he had a bunch. runners on base. Well, that's just think last year. He had 123 RBIs, and it didn't seem like he was doing anything. Right, and, you know, last year we talked about the same thing. Oh, you know, Patty B's not doing well. And then... When the season's over, you're like, you know what? Pat Burrell did a really good job for us. And that, I mean, he's last great and, on paper. Last year and this year are totally, totally different things. I, this team has quit. I'm not talking We about thought the team quit last year at the same time. Exactly. I'm not saying that the team is the same team as it was this time last year at all, because before the All Star break, what? I think there were three or four games out last right. year. I mean, they're 12 out. They're 40 and 47, people. They're 40 and 47. I understand this what they bad. are. It's but bad. All, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that at the end of the year, no matter what we talk about, no matter what we say, Pat Burrell is going to look good on paper for trades. That's all I'm saying. Not his salary is not, though, dude. His salary, you, dude, they, he, they just said in this article he's virtually untradeable, and that's because of his money, not because of anything else. Right, right. Well, okay, I can see that. He's good for 120 arbor rides. He's good for, uh, you know, Yeah, but you still have to watch him. Runs. You still have to watch him strike out with the bases loaded looking. You still have to do that. Right. Exactly. $60 million isn't what you pay. If, if he was hitting 325 and he had his 20 home runs and say he had 68 RBIs instead of the 58, you know what? Maybe he is worth that kind of money. Right, and he's worth but watching him strike out looking. But the, a as far as I'm concerned, he's not. Right, a 250 saying, hitter isn't worth $60 million a year. He can year. be batting 275, 290. He doesn't have to be batting 325. If he has 25, 30 home runs right now. And there are a lot of bullshit home yeah. runs. It's like when the Phillies are losing by a bunch. Or, or when they're winning by a bunch. That's what we said last they're, year. They're he losing 8-2. He can get you two, three RBIs. They're okay. down two with the bases loaded, two outs, bottom of the ninth, at home. He strikes out looking. He, he, on base he shakes his ass out when the ball's wide. And shakes his head and has that smirk. He's like a oh, yeah. smirk. How on. dare the umpire strike me out? It's time to go to bookbinders. Dude, one night. <laughs> I'm buying. Last Monday, I think it was, or Wednesday when they were playing. He had two, three, and two counts, bases loaded. One time, walked, didn't swing the bat. Very close pitch. The next time, struck out, didn't swing the bat. He expects to walk, and it's insane. And that's great for a power. And he doesn't hitter. have a good eye, and he doesn't have a, a no, you know, keen doesn't. eye at the plate. Am, am I wrong, though? I mean, am, am I, like, out of my mind to say that somebody like Papro, who plays baseball for a living, should at least swing at that pitch? and may, Hits it or not hits it, he's got to swing at it. At least try. If it's close to the plate. you got to protect the plate. You got yeah, oh, to play. play. Weren't you taught that when you were four and five years old? Yeah, when I was uh, two and a half in diapers, I was told to protect the plate. But dude, and, I used to and, protect the plate. With your big old butt. Oh yeah, I used to protect the plate, and I just never made it to the pros. They wouldn't even let me play on the high school team. I just swung too much. The only plate you protected was the dinner plate. Yeah, true. Ooh. Word up. Oh. Nice one. Ooh, no, let's go Mets. Boo. Okay, uh, no, I want to close this out with Bill Giles' best comment of the article. You guys, didn't <laughs> we hear got something better. Even better, this I like. Here's a great question from Todd Zalicki. Can this team be contenders next year? In this day and age, you can go from last place to first place easily in a year. Take the Cincinnati Reds. 
They're basically the same team. They've just added some pitchers. <laughs> well, that's the writer talking there. No, no, that's, that's him. him. Oh my god! Well, you, know. you have to add pitchers. So, you, oh, I'm sorry. Let me get to another another really good part of this article. I'm, this, so, I'm we'll sorry, close, even saying anything because we'll I thought that's, I thought that was the writer saying. You know what? You're right. No. Gonna look All you need is pitchers. We'll close it with this. But you know this town inside and out. Can he make it in Philadelphia? Which means Brett Myers. I think we'll just have to play that one out. I think we just have to see what happens. It's really a shame that the perception of what happened is that he slugged her and pulled her hair. That's not true at all. Guys, we have a live blog here. Eric, Eric would you like to say what happened? Say it. David Wright just hit a home run to tie the uh, All-Star game in the second inning. It's now 1-1. Go NL. So that's the state of the Phillies at the All-Star break. And you know, that's the state of the Phillies at the All-Star break with the higher-ups talking. Yep. They should, they the should higher talk ups talking. At least he knows that they need pitching. At least he got that correct. Oh, no. No, he didn't. doesn't know the Phillies need pitching. He just said the Cincinnati Reds needed pitching, and that's what they got. Well, maybe that's what he's trying to hint at that. I'm hoping. Right. You know what it is? It's, it's like uh, talking about baseball around, like, talking like about f- to 15-year-olds. Like, what 15-year-olds yeah. look like? I cannot agree with you yeah, more. The, the, he must think Todd Zalicki, who is a terrific writer for the Inquirer, <laughs> is one big moron. I thought you were going to say it was someone from Cincinnati or, like, someone that just... Hey, oh, we kind of heard about this. Someone from Festivo Italiana. Maybe some cruise know. ship on the way home. Exactly. <laughs> no way, dude. This I didn't think it was going to be a beat writer. Straight from the Inquirer, man. It was on the front page today. I want to say, I want to say, big time ups to Ryan Howard for winning the all, the home run derby, defeating a Met. You know, at least it's one thing the Phillies have to cheer about, and we really appreciate defeating an AL. Chase Utley is up at the bat, and uh, he's got ooh uh, infield he's single, he's infield saved. single. Infield single. Um, Derek Jeter, especially against that DJ bitch. I want to say a big ups to Ryan Howard for making a terrific comment after he won the home run derby. He didn't think he was on mic, but we all heard it was. Gives people in Philly something to cheer about. And then we will take that. We will take it. And thank you very much, Ryan Howard. I heard that as well. Very nice. Very nice. That's my closing comment. Dave? At least we have a two-game winning streak going. (laughs) Terrific. The last two games are tied with the best record. Hey, Money, what do you have to say for yourself? All I want to say is just uh, everybody watch out for October 8th because T.O.'s coming to town, and let's get crazy because it's coming close. July 20th, rookies are hitting camp. 23rd. Camp in nine days. Whoa! That's right around the corner. 23rd, veterans are going to hit it. Let's rock it. If this insane, oppressive heat isn't driving you crazy, the T.O. coming in on October 8th should. I want to give a shout-out to... Mike at the Bishop's Collar today for hanging out with us today. Sweet. Very nice. And Swoop. Oh, yeah. I, I met Swoop. Yo, it's come on, T.O. 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 Let's make it happen. Yo, it's getting close now. It's getting close take now. It no joke. Season's starting up. Oh, we're going to have to do a little live action down there. You know, It's only fair that we give our guest the last word of the show. Let's go, Mitch. You got anything you want to say for yourself? Do the little pre- playoff preview, and hopefully my boys are going to be in there. No, we – well, the Mets, we assume, will be in the playoffs, but we're looking for a first-round exit. I'm sure you'd rather much rather cheer uh, or jeer for the Mets than When the Mets away. lose, I'll be happy. If they win the World Series, then I'll be extremely upset. If okay, the- Eric, I can't believe we even let you talk at the end there. But that's about <laughs> it. Good night, everybody, and thanks a ton.